Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Guys, today we're talking about dirt, D-I-R-T, dirt. We're going to be speaking with Ran Kanishki, and I said it wrong, but he said that's okay. Um, and his latest book is Healing with Clay, a Practical Guide to Earth's Oldest Natural Remedies. So if you're into alternative healing, which I know you guys are because you listen here, um, this is a very interesting book and very interesting topic. And we're going to let uh, Ran run with all the information in a moment to share with us. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But you guys know I always ask, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enabled you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients say that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, thismoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and LinkedIn. And folks, I'm going to be appearing at the Wisdom of a Reiki Conference at the Omega Institute in New York from September 20. Uh-oh, 3rd to the 25th. Um, if you're in the area and you're a Reiki practitioner, come on by. It's going to be a great immersion into uh, Reiki for the weekend. William Rand's going to be there. Um, uh, Raven Keys, uh, Michelle Denis, myself. There's going to be others too. So come on in. You got some heavy hitters with Reiki. Now, my guest today, uh, Rand Kaczynski, he eats clay on a daily basis. When he's not eating dirt, he is the author of four books published in five languages. Ran is the founder of Detox Dirt, an edible, oh my goodness, uh, Montmorillia Night Clay. He'll correct us on that. Um, Ran has been over 15 years in the um, naturopathic and allopathic medicine industries. He first owned a homeopathic dispensary and health store, and then later he worked in the hospital, medical device, and uh, pharmaceutical sectors as a management consultant and market executive. Uh, he holds a MBA from the Carey School of Business in Arizona, and um if you want to know more about him, you can check him out at his website, and that's detoxdirt.com. Again, the website is detoxdirt.com, and the book is Healing with Clay, A Practical Guide to Earth's Oldest Natural Remedy. Welcome, Bren. Hi, thank you for having me. You ready to talk dirty? 
I am ready to get it on and talk down and dirty with you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so dirt. <laughs> I know it's crazy, right? You yeah, know, your you listeners. You, they must be thinking. Be clean. <laughs> uh huh. And I was just saying, your your listeners might be thinking, eating dirt. Like what? Excuse me. What is this today's podcast about? And who is this guy? Well, it's only a teaspoon a day, right? It's only a teaspoon a day. And <laughs> so tell us more. Sure. So we're talking about a very, very special type of dirt. And it's really not kind of the dirt that you find in your backyard, but it's called clay, Montmorillonite clay. That's the fancy term for it. It was actually found in Montmorillon, France. And this uh -huh. specific type of clay has health properties to absorb and adsorb toxins. And it's, by the way, it's not just me who says this. Um, you said in my bio earlier that I've got some experience in allopathic industries. That's basically uh -huh. a fancy word for saying I worked in the hospital and pharmaceutical sectors for over a decade, leading the development and commercialization of some big branded drugs. So uh -huh. I've got some good quality traditional experience behind my back. Although I'm a big believer in naturopathic medicine. And I can tell you that a clay is a very, very special natural supplement. Okay. Well, I know that women and probably some men will utilize clay as a mask on their face if they have impurities or something that they want to, you know, extract. But um, tell us about how internalizing clay can help us. Sure. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. People have used for a very long time, you know, way as far back as Cleopatra using masks to go ahead and uh, clay masks to draw the impurities in the skin. And mm -hmm. it sort of works similar in the body, actually drawing the impurities um, inside the GI tract and then holding on to those and expelling them with the feces. Mm -hmm. um, I got turned out. Of, I got turned on to clay when I was diagnosed many years ago with something called a ganglion cyst. Are you familiar with that? No. What is that? So basically, it's a benign tumor that grows on the uh, wrist, and this little tumor started off as the size of a pea, and then it grew to the size of a grape tomato, and it was pretty gross uh -huh. and pretty unsightly, and so. I went to a doctor, a traditional MD, and the doctor looked at me and said, that's called a ganglion cyst. And we think it happens due to shock or trauma to the wrist. But uh -huh. Monique, somehow that answer really didn't seem to fit right with me because I didn't remember having any real shock or trauma to that area. Uh -huh. So of course I asked the doctor, well, what can I do about it? And the doctor said, well, you've got two choices. One, we can do surgery. And two... In the old days, this was called a Bible cyst because they would take out a big Bible and they would smash the cyst. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. And, and in doing so, they would break a few of the bones. So, Mr. Oh. Kaczynski, which one would you like to do? <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> None of the, so I'm like, eh, you're totally right. None of the above. I went to a naturopathic doctor. It was actually my first visit to a naturopath, uh, which is a doctor who deals with natural remedies here in okay. Arizona, where I live, naturopathic doctors do have the right to prescribe traditional allopathic drugs, by the way, uh -huh. the doctor looked at that ganglion cyst and said, 
Well, in our view, it's due to the accumulation of toxins which have built up in the joint and tendon area. We have a very uh -huh. view of this, uh, of this malady. And we suggest you eating clay. And he took out this jar of dirt and he put it on the table. And I looked at him wide-eyed and I couldn't believe what he was telling me. And I said, you want me to eat dirt? He said, well, not just any type of dirt, clay. And I'm like, what? You want me to eat uh -huh. it? Like put it in my mouth? Uh, it just sounds so gross and disgusting to me. He said, not at all. He said, there's years and years of evidence to suggest that clay is a natural supplement, which detoxifies the body. And at that time, there were articles already published in the Journal of Clinical Nutrition, in the American Journal of Medicine, and a few other um, mass magazines, including Scientific American, mass consumed, Scientific American, uh -huh. National Geographic, documenting clay being utilized. So I said, okay, I guess I'm open to it. How do I do this? He goes, one teaspoon a day in water, drink it, and that's it. Take you less than a minute. So uh -huh. I started doing that, Monique. Uh -huh. But how did it taste? It, it had no taste. The clay that I tried had no taste and had no odor. The, uh -huh. the only thing about it is that if you didn't stir fast, it was just a little bit gritty. So you needed to stir quick and down the hatch. Uh -huh. So the sediment doesn't fall to the bottom. Okay. So I started doing it. And two months later, it disappeared completely. No surgery, no Bible on the hand. <laughs> it just disappeared. I went wow. back to my original doctor. I showed him and he said, that's great. He said, uh, you know, I'm glad that the alternative method worked for you. And ever since that point in time, I've been doing clay practically every single day of my life. And that's over 30 years ago, Monique. Mm. Okay. So I want to ask a question. If it's too personal, you know, you can say you declined the answer. It's fine. So you've been doing that over 30 years ago. Do you have any of the major diseases that are out and about now? I don't. And, and it's okay to ask personal questions like that. I'm, I feel very blessed and I have, I'm on no pharmaceutical drugs. Uh -huh. The only thing I do are natural supplements and I have no other, no other maladies, no maladies at all. Wow. That's wonderful. And I, and I credit, oh, and I'm sorry, Monique, no, go ahead. Uh, but I truly, truly credit my health with uh, the clay because uh -huh. while I might skip a day of my vitamins or my herbs or my mushrooms or whatever else I have in my medicine cabinet, so to speak, I uh -huh. will almost never, ever, ever skip a day of doing Montmorillonite clay. Okay. So where do you find this clay? Well, you know, I currently retail the clay because mm -hmm. I wrote a book about it about 20, what well, it was published in 98. So about 22, 23 years ago. And then mm -hmm. this most recent book, this revised and expanded edition of the clay cure I found so much great evidence for it that I decided I was going to bring a sort of pharmaceutical perspective to retail uh -huh. natural supplement. So the clay, which I retail is actually a clay that has been independently tested in double blind, randomized placebo controlled trials, which is really the holy grail of any sort of um, 
validation for a specific type of medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does this taking the clay interfere with any type of uh, allopathic medicine that you may be taken? Yes, it can. So there are all types of clays that are on the market, okay? Mm-hmm. And dirt, quite frankly. And the majority of them, really, one should stay away from. I would never advocate for any of your listeners to go to Amazon and just buy a jar of dirt and start eating it. There are very few specific clays which can be eaten and which have been shown in clinical studies are edible. So that being said, some of these clays absorb everything in the kitchen sink. So they absorb vitamins, they absorb your minerals, they just Uh take everything and then they wash through. This specific clay, Montmerillionite, has been shown not to interfere with the bioabsorption of your nutrients. Okay, the caveat Uh though, to answer your question, the big caveat is it should not be taken at the exact same time one is taking their drugs. It has been shown in clinical studies to actually absorb some of the drugs. Mm. Okay, so it's a really good question that you've asked. Okay, so it's like taking activated charcoal because they say that if you take that, it would absorb whatever else is in your system and get it out. So is that the same principle? It's a bit similar, but um, Mm -hmm. it's more potent than activated charcoal. And it does, it works in a little bit of a different mechanism of action. Um, It absorbs and adsorbs, which are basically fancy ways of saying, um, imagine a peanut butter sandwich and Uh the layers of bread are the surface areas of clay. And those surface areas are negatively charged and they attract positively charged cations, which are the different types of toxins or pathogens that are in the GI tract. And Uh they, they adsorb these to the surface areas. Then in a second process called absorption with an AB, the the toxins go inside the sphere. So they go between those two layers of bread, if you will, where the peanut butter and the jelly sit and they're absorbed inside. At that point, they're, they're tightly bound to the clay particles, to the clay minerals, at which point they're ferreted out of the system through the alimentary canal and through the feces. So that's in a nutshell, how it works. Okay. And there's no negative effect uh, consuming the clay. Another really good question in the clinical trials, there was shown to be uh, known side effects that were, that were bad consuming this type of Montmorillonite. If people are buying, however, other types of clays that they don't know or that Uh haven't been clinically tested or that are just sold, let's say off the street, Uh then there may be, there may be, um, there may be parasites. uh, There may be, uh, it may be a dirty clay. You know what I'm saying? So it's really important for somebody when they're purchasing a clay to purchase from a reputable manufacturer. Uh Uh, preferably in the U.S. or from a pharmaceutical company. Okay, because I was going to ask, how do you know if the clay is dirty or not? With the naked eye, it's Uh it's very difficult to tell 
that's why I would tend to settle on purchasing from a company that's uh, like a bona fide reputable company that will tell you what the source of that product is. And then also, uh, you know, if they have clinical studies to, to validate that product, they can mm-hmm. share that with you. If you go into like a health store and you buy your vitamins, for example, chances are the companies that are selling in that particular health store they're members of the National Nutritional Foods Association. They abide by the Dietary Supplement Health Education Act. And, you know, they're, they're good quality companies versus just buying online from, from uh, an individual, you know, selling mm-hmm. a vitamin or a clay in a Ziploc bag. Okay. So earlier, before we started the show, I shared a story with you about a relative of mine who was pregnant and she was eating clay and she was also eating, um, uh, uh, oh my goodness, what is it? Starch. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. So talk to us at least about eating clay in pregnant women. Yeah, you know what? Um, A lot of moms have strange cravings and sometimes it's pickles and ice cream. (laughs) And in other parts of the world, (laughs) it's clay. (laughs) <laughs> well, this is when out in Alabama, folks. <laughs> okay, no. go ahead. No, no. And so the practice of eating dirt while pregnant, it, it's pretty common, actually, in many cultures, and a significant portion of women around the world, uh, in Nepal, parts of Africa, uh, India, Central America, and even parts of the southern uh, US here, where we mm-hmm. live, they engage in geophagy or clay eating uh, during the uh, first and second trimester. Hmm. Interesting, because you would think that they're eating the clay because there was some vitamin or mineral that was missing that the baby was craving or they were craving because the baby took it from them. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why. So, you know, when you think about why women who are pregnant might eat clay, it could be the demand for nutrients, you know, these increase Uh pregnancy. And so uh, the, the craving for different types of soil might be because they're satisfying their need to increase their micronutrient intake, which includes the calcium, zinc, and iron. You know, for example, some of the clays in Africa contain large amounts of calcium up to something Mm -hmm. like 80 to 90% of the woman's daily allowance. And uh, additional calcium is needed during that time as the fetal skeleton develops. Mm -hmm. Another thought is boosting immunity and the exposure to the different types of microbiome or microorganisms that are in the clay and it's thought to confer some immunity to both the mother and the fetus. That's another reason for doing it. Okay. For now example, you're... I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, go ahead, please. Sure. Um, for example, the, the smectite clays, which include the Montmorillonite clay, which is detox dirt that we're talking about today, uh, it binds with intestinal mucus. And it, uh-huh. so it makes the intestinal lining less permeable to toxins and pathogens and thus protects the body organs, especially during time of rapid cell division, notably in pregnancy. Hmm. Okay. Um, Another question. What about kids? Can kids consume clay? And if so, how much? So, so there's been, there's been a a few studies on kids consuming clay um, because, and these, these studies have been done in areas of the world where toxins grow on the foods primarily, and they uh-huh. needed, uh, they needed to basically do these studies, uh, to determine whether it was safe for the children to do clay and whether there uh-huh. were any health benefits. And it was found with, um, specific clays like this Montmorillonite clay we're talking about today, that there uh-huh. were 
benefits conferred that the clay actually helped to alleviate um, any kind of digestion, digestive distress and also help to detoxify. And by the way, when you measure whether a clay can detoxify or not, you can do that through uh, blood and urinary markers. So you're basically taking the blood of the person and you're measuring the urine to determine that, they're, that the toxins are leaving the body. But in general, um, I would never recommend a child start clay unless they first confer with their pediatrician. Well, if Johnny's out playing in the mud and he makes a mud pie, he shouldn't eat it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's up to Johnny and the mom. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, that's pretty natural that kids want to consume dirt. And, and we, by the way, as adults, we consume dirt every day and really don't even realize it. We consume the earth for sure. And I can talk to a little bit about that, but with oh. respect to buying a supplement, what I mean is that it's always good before a mom puts their child on a specific supplement whether it's uh -huh. a vitamin, a mineral, an herb, or even a teaspoon in clay, just checking with their pediatrician to make sure they're doing the right thing. Okay, cool. So you brought it up. What about um, adults consuming the earth on a daily basis? Yeah, so you, you and I, we, we engage in this practice called geophagy, which is consuming of earth. And clay is just the start of it. Um, so let's talk about calcium. Calcium is, is a rock, it's a mineral. And we consume calcium every day and we don't think about it. When you go to the refrigerated aisle at your grocery store and you mm -hmm. buy some of the orange juice with added calcium, you're eating rocks right there. If you're mm -hmm. sitting with your family at the dinner table and you say, pass the salt, think about that. Salt is really mm. earth. It's mm -hmm. simply rocks that have been ground up and they happen to taste really good, by the way, you know, whether that's Himalayan salt or whether that's salt that comes from the sea, uh -huh. you know, it, it all comes from the earth. Huh. Interesting how we, our, our language guides us into different avenues. And you don't think like, like you just said, magnesium, calcium, whatever, you don't think of it as dirt, but when it comes back to basics, you know, it's kind of like ashes to ash, dirt to dirt, everything is coming from the soil. Um, in your book, you have some interesting um, ways to uh, consume uh, clay. Could you tell us about the pile driver? <laughs> so, so yeah, so I take clay, by the way, I just take one teaspoon in water and I stir, but mm -hmm. some people want to be a little bit more creative with their mixes. So they'll actually put clay in prune juice. I kid you not. And that's, what's called the pile mm -hmm. driver. It's a little bit of bartending humor for clay. Oh yeah, I guess it works. And what about clay balls? Um, what, what others will do is they'll actually create tiny little balls of clay and then they'll add um, a mint or they'll add a little bit of essential oil that's edible and they'll let that clay ball dissolve in their mouth. It's just a different way of, of administering the clay in case somebody is a little bit squeamish or gets tired mm -hmm. of adding the clay to their water or to their drink. Okay. And the last one I want to ask you about is the Muddy Mary. Oh, why gosh. the why? But why the tomato juice? What you know? Everything you've said so far is mixing the clay with water. What's in the tomato juice that's going to enhance us utilizing the clay? You know, tomato juice is just really uh, one of my favorites, and people like tomato juice. There are health benefits to tomatoes, which include the lycopene, etc. But um, it doesn't have to be 
it doesn't have to be tomato juice. It can be really any kind of liquid. You know, clay is agnostic. Uh-huh. As long as somebody is drinking lots and lots of water, clay uh-huh. will work effectively. But it's really important that somebody makes sure that they're drinking water for the clay to do its job. Okay, so what do you mean lots and lots of water? Because there's a standard, what, 64 ounces a day, and most people don't drink that. And if you're consuming the clay, could you get bound up inside? You know what? If you're drinking one or two cups of water a day and you're not drinking the standard amount or not Mm -hmm. even close to it, then yes, it's a possibility that somebody could get bound up, could get a little bit constipated. So it's really important to drink a lot of water uh, because, listen, if people aren't drinking water anyway, they're going to get bound up most likely, especially mm-hmm. if they're consuming several times a day. I completely agree. So when we go to your website, detoxdirt.com, what are we going to find there? So on the website, you can see a lot of blogs that I post. Uh, you know, there's a lot of free information there all about clay and how clay works and how to pick a clay and what the health benefits of clay are. And Mm -hmm. then that's where I also retail the detox dirt. And so right now, if your listeners are interested, I'll autograph a book and include that for free with any purchase of detox dirt, Montmorillonite clay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that gift. And folks, um, the book is great. And, you know, you can expand uh, your mind on healing in these days of what monkeypox and COVID and this and that and the other, you need alternatives. And it's important to be knowledgeable about alternative ways to heal yourself. So this would be a very inexpensive way for you to get some good clay into your system and then get the book instead. Now the book, uh, the clay that you sell, is it in capsules or is it just um, the loose clay itself? What I sell is the loose clay itself. Okay. Because because it's taking about a teaspoon a day would probably be equivalent to around six to eight capsules. And for a lot of people, that's too many capsules to take yeah. a day. So I find it just easier to take that teaspoon and okay. mix. Okay. And by the way, can I mention one thing before we close out? Sure. You know, I, I know your your pot, I know your um your media is uh focused on metaphysics and uh and I love that intro, by the way, that you've got. Um, a lot of people take clay because there's this concept of earthing that really is super popular. The idea that you, when you commune with earth, um, mm-hmm. we become closer to earth and we become more grounded. And if you think about our bodies, our bodies are really at the end of the day, made up of water, minerals, and microbiome. That's mm-hmm. essentially what the body is. And, and so if you think about this clay is basically the essence of life. And so you mentioned earlier from dust to dust, you know, many different religions all over the world actually espouse clay as the beginning of the formation of human life. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole chapter on clay and life um, in the book where I go uh, into more detail and talk about clay as the essence of life, and then some of the really innovative findings most recently that universities have discovered with respect to clay and their belief that clay may be the primordial ooze from which, you know, we as humans and the rest of life came. Hey, great. Um, Boy, you know, Rand, our time is up, but I 
thoroughly enjoyed talking dirty with you today. It's been very enlightening on many levels. And I hope that people just don't listen to dirty talk, but they go out and eat some dirt. Um, <laughs> check out his website, detoxdirt.com. Um, I'm looking at it right now and you can get one bottle. Okay. One bottle to check it out. And it's 35 bucks plus you get the book. And, you know, that's um, a steal people to improve your health. Okay. Okay. And if you look back in history, you'll see that, you know, dirt pot, all these other things kind of that we poo poo now, so to speak, it was really in the underpinnings of, you know, modern healthcare today. We've just decided to forget about it. So Ren, thank you very much to the audience. Thank you very much for joining us. I truly appreciate your time and your attention. And please remember that the most important choice you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of healing with play. But the blessings lighten with uh, agape. 